What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is Cougar Sports with Ben Criddle on ESPN 960. And it's time for Keeping Up with the Cougars. Brought to you by DentalProsOfUtah.com. Welcome back, Cougar Sports, ESPN 960. This is Cougar Country. I'm Ed Criddle broadcasting live from our Wasatch Medical Clinic, WasatchMedicalClinic.com studios. Stop living with ED, live without it today at Wasatch Medical Clinic, WasatchMedicalClinic.com. It is time for Keeping Up with the Cougars. We were just discussing LBU. We'll continue to discuss it in the segment with a former BYU great playing that position of Utah, dentalprosofutah.com. Let's get out to the uh, Underdog Fantasy Hotline and chat with Super Bowl champion, former BYU great, one of the best linebackers slash DNs to have ever done it. We got Brady Papinga on the line right now. B-Pop, how you living, man? Things are good, man. Things are good, man. How you doing? Doing good, man. Had a good weekend. Uh, enjoyed it with uh, some some family. Worked a little bit. Uh, trying to rearrange, kind of get everything set up in the gym. And and by the way, I, I'm I'm sending that panel to you. Just wait for me. I'm getting it all fixed up. But I tell you what, the XPT the XPT has been fantastic. Uh, I've been I've been using it on the on the bench press, and I've been doing a few pulls with it as well. Good man, we're all, well. We're always innovating here, buddy. You know, we're going to be doing a fitness convention in San Diego next week called Versa, the biggest fitness convention in all of the United States of America. And uh, we have some really cool new products that we're introducing. And as a matter of fact, we have one of those new products that will be be that will be installed into the BYU uh, like training facility where Skyler Main's going to mostly be in his lab. And it's these really cool motors that have digital resistance. They also have readings that you get, like, feedback off of, you know, how much power, speed, average power, average speed that you can produce. And these are all, these are motors that, instead of being its own unit, are attachable to current racks. And uh, there's also, you know, a requirement that you use a, an XPT self-spotting bar that also is something that is attachable to standard racks. And so we're, we're, we're moving in terms of the scalability and also the 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 uh, compatibility with already existing equipment, and then we're introducing new modular racks that have the ability to to attach all of your favorite attachments to make it to where it's just easy. It's all, it's just cut and paste, you know, pretty much just uh, you know plug and play kind of stuff. So we're we're constantly innovating here, Ben, and it's cool that you're you're reaping the benefits of the technology of the self spotting element that allows you to lift by yourself, and push yourself to maximal. Uh, you know, effort, and also to where you get maximal failure, which all those things lead to maximal results. So, I'm excited for you, Ben. You're 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 gonna you're gonna be fun. You're gonna have a lot of fun, and you're gonna see a lot of good results using the XPT. Absolutely. Well, I should have got the XPT sooner, so uh, so I, I'd be in playing shape for the alumni game. I know you're in a playing shape. You're gonna be playing in the alumni game. It sounds like you accepted the invite. Is this true? Nope, I did not accept it, but uh, it's pretty much, I guess I'm playing, man. I, I, uh, 
know. I, I think my name on the roster, and I, I'm, we're gonna we're happening. You know, my family. We're gonna be out there uh, during that time anyway. We're gonna be going to that game, and I was like, well, heck, might as well get a workout in. Now I hope I can. Uh, we'll see how we'll see how it goes, man. Uh, last time, uh, you know, I played anything having to do with football. I was really aggressive, you know, and I don't know if I've lost that. So I'm not sure if. You know, something crazy is going to go on here where, you know, we're going to have some issues. But we'll see. We'll see. It'll be good, man. I don't know what it was. Like flag football? What is this? Like playing yeah. seven on seven? Yeah. It's probably going to be like a one-hand touch, I think it's going to be. One-hand touch. You know, just tag off. No no flags. And then, uh, like, so is it 11 on 11? Or like, is it just really just spread you out and... Yeah, it's gonna you be know, more seven. It's gonna be seven on. It'll be like seven on seven. A little seven. I don't. I don't have the rules yet. Um, I don't know if they're gonna change up the rules from last year. But um, as soon as I have the rules, Brady, I'm gonna forward them over to you so we can start strategizing as far as de- defensive. I mean, I mean, you got Ty Devner as one of the quarterbacks, and I mean, I can't imagine you know rushing a guy like that. I mean, poor guy. He'd probably pop his Achilles and trip over his feet. I mean, you know, I, so you gotta, you gotta understand there's like a wide range of, you know, guys playing and, you know, all different types of phases of their lives. So you gotta kind of have a, you know, a little bit of a empathy there, but, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to at least just reconnecting with the alumni, the team, you know, being back in Laval Edwards Stadium. My kids is like, the reason why I'm playing are my kids. Okay. Like, Mm-hmm. They heard about this and they went crazy wanting to watch dad play again, you know. And I thought, wow, I didn't realize like it was such a big deal to them. You know? so, so I'll be up there running around, you know. I'll be I'll be able to be a teammate with my brother again, first time since 1998, where we won the state championship in Wyoming together. So, you know, there's a nostalgia element to it too. You know, to be fun. Love it. Brady Papinga here on ESPN 960. Brady, a couple things I want to delve into today. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we have, what, 48 hours before we, we find out whether or not Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. What's the probability of Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, and how beneficial would this be for maybe both organizations, Green Bay and New York? Oh, well, it's going to be huge for Green Bay just because of the haul they're going to get in terms of first-round draft choices. I think, you know, there's – I don't know if they're going to get players. They may get players. I don't know if, you know, that that might be hard for uh, that that deal to take place if Aaron has to go there with less because they're already kind of, you know, there in terms of talent. But uh, but at least they're going to get draft picks. I know Green Bay, they look at draft picks as valuable as any uh, commodity when it comes to player acquisition because that's how they – acquire their players predominantly is through the draft. If you get the first rounders, you may you may be able to get yourself a heck of a player for the next decade. So that's gonna be a positive. I do believe Aaron's gonna play. Um I don't know why he wouldn't. He still is playing at a phenomenal level. It just so happens that, you know, as you go throughout your career in the NFL you get to a point where the, the amount of money you're making and your influence on the team along with the alternative of who could and recent successes or failures of the team all kind of line up to where it's you know kind of time to move on, and that just so happened to take place this last year with Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, the, the organization didn't expect that. Aaron didn't expect it. That's why they you know they, they agreed on that historically rich contract about 50, 50 mil a year. Uh, 
But, I mean, I, I think he goes, and then it's going to be really good for Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson needs an opportunity to do what Aaron did, which is to sit back and see somebody live and in person, okay, this is how they do it. Because Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson physically is going to see he can do almost everything Aaron can. It's just the mental aspect of it that is going to be very beneficial for him. And I'm talking like as simple as what you look for on film, you know, how to visualize things, how to, how to kind of process information, how to really basically simplify things. You know, that was one thing that Favre was really good at. Speaking of Ty Denver, there's a story of Favre and Ty Denver that's pretty famous, but, you know, Brent's told it a number of times, but when Ty Denver was his backup, you know, they would, uh, they were sitting in the meetings and uh, their, their coach and I believe, you know, the head coach is Mike Holmgren. I forget who the uh, quarterback's coach was, but he kept saying something about a nickelback, nickelback, nickelback. And Favre <laughs> leans over to Ty Denver and goes, now, what's the nickelback? You know, and Ty Denver's like, well, it's that fifth DB that comes in the game and replaces the linebacker. And, and Favre's like, that's it? Ah, okay, no problem. <laughs> like, cause he, did, he didn't think of it that way, you know. And then there was yeah. another story with Favre, too, and we were playing against him. And he was with the Vikings, and he just tore us apart. You know, and after the game, we are all kind of chopping it up, and we were just joking around. He's like, yeah, I just saw, you know, because we had two really good corners in Al Harris and Charles Woodson. He's like, yeah, I basically go to the receiver that your third best corner was covering, and I just throw it to him. You know, and that was, that was, that was my philosophy, you know, and he had, a, he had a lot of success with it. So I think Aaron really took that and it simplified his game and made things slow down. And I think that could be the same thing that Aaron could do for, for Zach. Because that's obviously, to me, for most young guys, when they really struggle, it's just there's a lot of information and they're just not able to process it all. And then once the game slows down, that information gets simplified. So I think that that could be really good for, for Zach Wilson to be able to sit there and watch him. And, and even though Aaron's not going to teach him anything purposefully, I'll guarantee you that, it doesn't matter. He's still going to be able to witness greatness on a day-and-out basis, just like Aaron did with Favre, and, and it helps Aaron out tremendously, as I'm sure it will with uh, Zach Wilson. Brady Papinga here on ESPN 960. Now, it, it's not official yet, at least, I mean, not not from the, the two organizations, but there are a multitude of of uh, of inquiries and reports regarding this particular deal like I, I, it sounds like they're going to go all in for this 2023-2024 kind of the last hurrah seasons for Aaron Rodgers how many years do you think Aaron Rodgers has left in that body and that arm do you think B-Pop? Oh, well quarterbacks can play as, as Tom Brady's proven to their mid 40s so I mean if it really worked out and it was a situation that they basically I mean because the Packers do things very differently than everybody else. And uh, one of those things is that they believe that you always have competition at every position. So even if you get paid a big deal, they'll try to draft somebody in to give you competition at your position. Most teams don't do that. Like Tampa Bay, you know, is, is a good example of Tom Brady, where it's like they never were looking to, like, push him. You know, it's almost like they're trying to do the opposite. I would imagine that'll happen with Aaron to where – He'll be, he'll be able to dictate the terms in terms of how long he'll play there. I think that's the biggest reason why they want him there is because they believe that if they can have enough initial success and they can get him to buy into the fact that, hey, you can basically be like a quarterback CEO and run things, have your own – like kind of just do your own thing and nobody's trying to replace you and you're going to be here as long as you're playing well, that may be a really appealing place for him to play. You know, because in Green Bay it's very different. It's, it's a crucible. 
You know, you're constantly under that that uh, evaluation of who who can we replace you with. You know, and that's just by design of their their philosophies. But having said that, I mean, if he, if it really hits a it's one of those tones where he's comfortable with the situation. He could play there a long time. Yeah, he's 39 years old right now. Still looked great last season. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think he can still – I don't know if he can sling it as far as he, he could back in his heyday, but he still has a lot of elasticity and a lot of pep uh, in, in that arm of his. So I'm excited to see what happens. Like, how good will the Jets be next season with, with Aaron Rodgers at the helm? <laughs> that's the question, and that's also, I think, part of the deal – that Aaron is making sure that he's getting his guys in there, some of his guys that he's comfortable with, has rapport with. Mercedes Lewis is one of them. Robert Tunyon, two tight ends. Uh, Alan Lazard, who's a wide receiver, who's a free agent for the Packers, also waiting for him uh, to, to choose where he's going to go. And so this is going to be a package deal. Even, you know, I think it was Sauce Gardner that was applying that too. Like there's going to be more guys coming than just Aaron. And if that's the case, wow, that's a huge upgrade. And then they got Daniel Hackett, or excuse me, Nathaniel Hackett, former Denver Broncos coach, but he hit it off really well with Aaron in Green Bay as the offensive coordinator. And uh, all those things added up together, you would think that if he gets his guys in there with the comfort level he has with Nathaniel Hackett's offense, they're going to roll. And he needs, you know, some, some some injection of talent, too, from the draft, which, you know, I, I think they, they know how to draft in New York. You, you've seen that with their young guys. So, I think they'll do really well. Yeah, I'm excited for it. The opportunities, uh, it's a fantastic opportunity for guys like Zach, too, to to be mentored. And I I know that Zach and Aaron have actually gotten pretty close over the last couple of seasons. So I think that it it should be a tremendous opportunity for uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, Brady Papinga on the line, Cougar Sports, ESPN 960. A couple last questions for you, B-Pop, and appreciate you joining us today for a little keeping up with the Cougars. Um, uh, what goals would you have for this BYU football program heading into spring ball, right? We're about a weekend now. What what do they need to accomplish in spring, do you think? Well, anytime you get together, you gotta like you got to install your stuff offensively. they got to keep the same trajectory that they established last year. Then defensively, with basically all new defensive staff, it's all about establishing an identity, a standard of identity of how they're going to play physically, execution-wise, because it's going to be very different than it was before. And that's just because there's new guys, there's new coaches, new leadership. And so that's that's how it has to be. You have to stand, first establish that standard. And then after that, you start holding each player accountable for that. And then, you know, it's going to take these guys a few years to really get the guys they feel like fit their standard and the way they want to play defense. You know, but the biggest thing is you got to just you got to establish that standard, and once you do that, then things can have a foundation that then, then progress from there. But I mean, you know, they're they're not looking for things to be pretty. You know, they want to, they want things to be mucked up and physical. You know, I know that just knowing Kelly and you know his, his kind of defensive philosophy, and and also you know what ideally Kalani's looking for. Love it, man. Well, can't wait to see what this defense looks like uh, by the end of spring and obviously into the fall, but uh, excited for the tempo. That's one of the things that, that stood out to me, the tempo, the aggression, and uh, hopefully it, uh, it it allows BYU to win some football games year one in the Big 12. B-Pop, Brady Papinga, ladies and gentlemen. Brady, thanks so much for hopping on today.
It's always a pleasure, Ben. You got me still. All right. Appreciate you, Brady. We'll let you go. Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, Sean Walker, any thoughts, any any commentary? What would you think of the B-Pop interview? Always good stuff from B-Pop. You know I love it. Um, yeah, really, really good stuff, especially on the uh, potential of A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers, hooking up with Zach Wilson sure. in New York, and not just as a matter of a short-term replacement to replace Zach Wilson. I love that. I love that commentary. We're going to go to break. Coming up next, Lauren Gustin, uh, the rebounding queen, the double-double queen, will be joining us next to celebrate her season, but also that WNIT birth. Women's basketball survives and advances into postseason play. Uh, We'll discuss it with Lauren. Coming up next, this is Cougar Sports on ESPN 960.